11 edition. So did I just force myself into the pillage cast? Yeah, you're in it. Yeah. I mean, this is Comic-Con. Exactly. So that, yeah. that's some North All you other guests you heard <laughs> was his uh, pillage friend and uh, perennial guest. Friendo. Sorry I interrupted your introduction there. Listen, this is Comic-Con 2000. That's what I do. We are, we are sitting at the Marriott. We are in the free soda room. And that all that noise you hear, the background noise, is the actual sounds of Comic-Con goers. The nerds, as I like to call them. Yeah, the, hanging out, uh, uh, drinking their sodas. Phil is here. What's up? Gates. Downloaders. You're on the mic. And uh, we've been interviewing people. We've been seeing things. This is Friday, so this is day two. Yeah. No, I have two more days. I don't know if I'm... I don't know if I'm drunk enough to tolerate this right now, but <laughs> no, you, you, you you're just, not drunk enough at you've, all. You've caught me at a bad time. Like it's a brutal slog out there. Like it is warfare on the floor. <laughs> the fir- I showed up the first ten minutes all starry-eyed, and then after you know this is day two now. You're battle-hardened. Serious. So uh, I had a, an okay day yesterday. I got to see some some stuff. We hit, we had a little bit of a. Of, of a hotel thing, so I, I had to kind of spend some time away from the con. But today <laughs> we uh, we we woke up early. I woke up early, ready to get uh, get going. I had all these plans, panels to see right at the beginning of the morning. Uh, 10, 10 p.m. or ten a.m. in the morning was the first panel I wanted to go to. So we get here at eight fifteen. We get over to the convention and at eight thirty. That seems reasonable. It's before even the doors open. Yeah. Like they're not letting you even in the floor. We go to Ballroom 20, which where these panels are, and there are 7,000 people in line yes. for a room that holds less than 4,000. So I did not get to see any of the beginning panels that I wanted to see. This and, is a tragic story. And mainly it was because um, people were lined up for Big Bang Theory and True Blood. Which aren't until much later in the 530 day. 5.30 in the, in the afternoon is when True Blood was, was going. And yeah, uh, I, had to, I had to camp out through a couple of crappy uh, panels just to get to the Penn and Teller. I had to sit through, like, Voltron, F and Tonight, like a bunch of... You got dor- to see Batman, didn't you? Uh, no, actually, I sat out Batman. Oh, you did. Yeah, what? I didn't care that much about the video game. It was the... Yeah, yeah, yeah I was the video That game. had Mark Hamill there. Did it? Yes. Yeah, he's the Joker. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I, I gave... Paul I, Kevin Conroy. Yeah. It was a whole crew Kevin Conroy from the there. animated series. See, this, I gave my seat up to a friend. I was on a, a trolley. At the time, so yeah. uh, no. Arkham City looks awesome. It does. It does. They've been showing the trailer here. All right, so uh, let's uh, let's talk about some of the good things we've seen so far. Well, at my day. uh, Oh wait, yeah, no. Josh is rage. Josh is not done (laughs) complaining. Because today, Josh. Wait, wait. Josh has been complaining a lot today. So let's help him get it out of his system, listeners. This is the days (laughs) that make me. I feel like maybe Comic Cons are. Every year, it's like either good or bad. If last year was good, so this year sucks. I think it's a good year because I've I've gone to nothing today. I haven't got to see a single thing. You're getting free sodas. I I that's not like I can get soda at home. Not free. So it doesn't matter. I make Do you money. Know how whiny he is! Like to register no, that in his voice. Would you take a voice? train or a car for sixty miles just so knowing that you can get free? Soda? Yeah, that's not why I come Are to Comic Con. M and M's. So one. Okay, so first thing, I'm mad that I didn't get go to the panel. I wanted to because like fans of some other panels <laughs> blocked it. But that that's to be expected. That's right. how Comic-Con rolls. Right. But today, I wasn't even able to get yeah. in to see Sir Nicholas of Cage. And that it is back what to this. I'm, I'm very angry about. I, I hope you stood in line for like two hours waiting for him in the sun. I did. 
Ha. Yeah. <laughs> you get to hang out for no, two no, 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 no. You got to. I have a no Nicolas Cage policy, and so do you. By extension, today, yeah, no Nicolas Cage <laughs> policy. Right we there. Karma's a bitch. Gate's gonna come back and bite you in the ass. How? For that. Because you. No, you're basically, is, we're no, happy no, no, no. that I misfortune. No, that's oh, that is not. No, no, no. You're rejoicing. That's in not the bad karma. That's we gonna come back to, to me. Guest host. Yeah. No, 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 no. Face off. That's my good karma paying off. Cause fuck you and Nick Cage. No, you that's my reward. No, you know no, 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 no. Gates, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna break it down though. I had a lovely time because I was hanging out with Sir Brendo Man the whole time. So we spent two it hours. It was hot. It was hot, but we got to talk about good things. So your little plan backfired. All right. It well, wasn't that okay. Bad, I'm sorry. I was just the, was my animosity is towards Nick Cage. Okay. So uh, we do have a yeah. A, somebody just a rolled new, in. Another of our guest hosts has just arrived. Um, one another Mr. Trump who did get into Ollie. Yeah. One Mr. <laughs> Matthew Benson. What's up? Hey. Okay. What what time? No, no, no. Say hi. Hi. No, say hi. <laughs> yeah, so what time did you get in line for Hall H? Uh, I got in at like 10 o'clock. See? Oh. Yeah. All right. I was there all day. Okay. Was so you went it? over there uh, yeah. for like the Wait, Tintin thing? So you were thing? there for Tintin? Yeah. So what was Spielberg like? He was all right. He was just kind of normal. Told kind of general Are stories about the process. Are you going to go tomorrow to see Francis Ford Coppola? Probably not. Dan Deacon? Yeah, I probably I'm won't. curious about the Dan Deacon thing. Francis Ford cool. Coppola has kind of like lost it, like forever. Yeah, but Fran- I said that about Spielberg too, though. I still went but to that. <laughs> can you lose it completely, having made The Godfather and Godfather Two, Apocalypse Now? I'm just saying, like he hasn't produced anything of value. But does he have Sorry, to? Is the listener just hearing me, by the way? Because this is mostly no, no, a, no, okay. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> um, I was like, this is gonna sound crazy. <laughs> well, did you see anything else good though in Holly after all that? Um, <laughs> you can still hear him. He's in the zone, right? Yeah. Well, uh, the... uh, tell us about what you saw at Holly because none of us got I to go. See, yeah. I, I saw the Ghost Rider panel, which uh, you would have loved, Josh. It was incredible. Really? Yeah, Nicolas Cage was there. Oh. It was awesome. Brian Taylor totally shut down this kid who was giving him crap about the hell cycle. Like this six-year-old kid came up and asked him, like, how come you didn't put um, the hell cycle in your movie? And then Taylor's like, listen up, kid, all right? When when Ghost Rider sits on any, any motorcycle, it becomes the hell cycle, okay? So just because we included this motorcycle, that's still the hell cycle. He just shot down like a six-year-old. It was awesome. Oh, that's sad. Did, did Cage offer him any... Yeah, it definitely was. Just very out of it. Insane. Yeah, it was very awesome. good. Yeah, and how well, was his hair? Yeah, what, his what hair, was it? It was standard cage hair. So I need to ask you about this. Tell me about Total Recall. Oh, really? Not not looking good. I heard the not looking good. I heard the film distribution companies are issuing a Total Recall on that Ooh. one. <laughs> sick burn, sick oh burn. Gosh, <laughs> it just looks like they're 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 doing like the exact same. They're hitting the same beats as the original, but, but just taking themselves the seriously. It's not Verhoeven. It's not Verhoeven, so it's not going to yeah, be that exactly. like, insane, ridiculous, yeah, over-the-top. That, and that's the point. It's like the it's the same Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Is, okay. is he using the It's going to be serious. Accent? No, and unfortunately. That's going to ruin exactly, the And that's exactly what I saw in the footage. It was all serious. Yeah, every, everything you, you're worried about with Total Recall, I can confirm okay, based on what I saw. I've actually seen the whole movie for now. I was at a test screen. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Um, and David Tennant is oh, awesome. Oh, 30 minutes or less? Looks hilarious. I'm going to. You're going to tonight? Yeah. Awesome. So what about Spider-Man? About that. Spider-Man? Spider-Man? I was down on the... I, I did not like the trailer at all, mm-hmm. but then the footage they showed in Hall H really turned yeah, me. It, it was okay, Garfield there? Yeah. 
And he seems he's I like him. He, I, he was he was really cool and, and the footage they showed looks was really Ray great. Rice Iphen he was and he was like out of it. <laughs> he seems kind <laughs> it was of nuts. Very, it was reminiscent of like seventies Iggy Pop when he showed up. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of Who's attitude the bad guy he had. Spider Man Lizard. Lizard. Rice Iphen. Oh, oh, we saw footage of the lizard too. Connor. Really? Yeah. It looks, it looks, looks really good. good, yeah. Well this is what I, w- I was telling this to Josh. I I still feel bad for Dylan Baker. Because yeah. that poor guy had to play Dr. Connors <laughs> for three movies thinking at some right. point I'm going to get the big and payday because yeah. I get to be the villain on the poster. And then they're like, nope, sorry. Yeah. We're no. going to have the dude from Notting Hill play that. <laughs> you don't get to do that, buddy. Yeah, that was a bummer you for him. You're doing this little, and he, he always is that guy, that small part, but he's a great actor. And he's still, no, he doesn't get it. And and Riss Eifens is already getting big offers because of Spider-Man. Yeah, I just think and it's so, funny, like, Dylan Baker, yeah. like, hey, you know, we know you've been playing this Doc Connors cameo, and but we got the guy, the, the roommate from Notting Hill, yeah. and, you know, <laughs> we just, he's a get. Yeah. He's a real get. <laughs> yeah. So, you understand, right, Dylan? You understand. the one, the bad, um... What was that movie? The, that uh, not Kaufman wasn't involved in it, but uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Shoot. Uh, no. Do you know any? Do you have any more details? What was his name? <laughs> the guy that did. Do you remember the movie's name exactly? Because that, that that'll Kaufman, the other Kaufman, right. You know the the, yeah, the adaptation. That, Charlie Kaufman. Adaptation. It was, it was that was the no Charlie Kaufman directed it. It was the other movie that he. Oh, Synecdoche in New York. No, that's the, the only. One. That is the only okay, thing no, Charlie Kaufman directed. The, okay, what am I thinking of? The guy that did um, the replacement. Sleep. Oh. oh. Michelle Gondry. Yeah. Michelle Gondry, the only ba- the bad Michelle Gondry movie. What Not Human Nature. Human Nature, one. yeah. No. That, that, that is terrible. That is a terrible Reece movie. Reese is the star of that movie. Yeah. And that's where I have very I have reservations about him. So hopefully he he's just that. a lizard the whole time and we uh, won't we, care we, too much. He, I, we, he start, he, he's definitely not just a lizard the whole time. Right, I can say but that. I mean, the, the important parts of him will be lizard. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So cool. That. I will say also, though, about Spider Man is they, they do look like they're spending a lot of time on the origin. Like That's the foot, once they showed the actual like footage that. of him as Spider-Man, it was like great, and he was like cracking jokes like Spider-Man should. It was fantastic. Okay. But they did. There's a lot of the footage was. The only thing that I think that, that can redeem that is if Andrew Garfield really does a really good job. And it looks like he is going Peter. to. It's How's just, his American accent? It's really good, actually. Yeah. You, you wouldn't know if, if you didn't know that he was British. Nice. British. Very good. Very good. Yeah. 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 There, <laughs> Superman's British now. Yeah. Yeah. They're all British. Spider-Man's They're British. Over. Yeah. But They're I think it it's, back. it's their revenge <laughs> I, I kinda, for an American Sherlock Holmes. That's true. That's fair. <laughs> I, I kind I, of consider... I kind of American Sherlock well, Holmes. Well, I do. I'm just saying the Brits, they're <laughs> like... Okay. That's, that's, that's them fair, getting yeah. back at us. Because, yeah, I, I saw the, the trailer for the new Sherlock Holmes movie. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, I saw it too. I agree. They it had it awesome. in front of Harry Potter, yeah. along with the Dark Knight trailer. They had it on the internet, too. <laughs> okay, so, so what else has been going on at... at this Comic Con. Well, I'd well, have to say probably the highlight for, and I think everyone here would agree, for everyone here at the con has been the Nintendo uh, Lounge, <laughs> where we've played all the new games. We would all for agree. Nintendo. I went to this Nintendo Lounge. <laughs> the greatest thing about yeah, Comic-Con Gates, you went to it. Let's, let's. It was literally Land of the Lotus Eaters in there. <laughs> like, it, no, it looked like an opium den. Like they were like beanbags strewn about. It was all like black lights. People, lounge, the, everyone they, had they a trance like with the Pokemon. As, as like we right walked off the into bat. the room, as we walked into the room, simultaneously, two things happened. 
I sighed a deep sigh of relief and comfort <laughs> that I was finally coming home, and the hair on the back of Gates' neck stood up no, it, his, as he walked his in. His sigh sounded like someone that just slammed heroin. Right, right. It was that <laughs> it amount of relief. It, like, it, was a, it was a body receiving its drug. About these codes that he gets to scan and yeah, like, all no. tags. It was and... seriously distressing to me to see all these little children in a trance, like, looking into these little boxes. Well, it's been a Nintendo I, I fan's think, dream. I think the 3DS has some kind of thing, mind control device in it. Thank you. Phil is at yes. the point now where he's a fucking he fanatic. filled up his 3DS. He has everything you can possibly get by getting player tags, but he's still doing it for, for no, no reason. reason. No, more it's E-Peen. It's E-Peen. Your, your, your E-Penis gets bigger. Why? I, because I do. Your Nintendo penis gets this bigger. This is Phil's version of like, comparing Facebook friends. It's right, 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 uh-huh. right, right. Except, except no one but Phil cares. <laughs> All of the other people in they care. Because like he was playing some, through the yeah. little RPG game again. I'm like, yeah. what are you getting for? He's like, Nothing. well, I have all the puzzle pieces. I'm like, what about the hats? I have all that. What are you doing this for? Just because? It's a measure yeah. of irrelevance, no, honestly. No. It's a numeric value no, of irrelevance. because Nintendo has planted a brainwave so you can more tags, So you can impress all the little kids more. in the lounge. No, there's not just kids in there. <laughs> it's because they put an addictive chemical and makes you crave it fortnightly. <laughs> yes. So I think that thing is emitting things into I your head. It to. There was, I a, like there was it. another thing that happened that I want to talk about that was interesting. Uh, Phil, yes. why don't you tell us about that stupid panel you went with the, with those jerks from Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> that sucks? I would have to say, only second only to the experience oh of the Nintendo room. Right. This has been the, the greatest Comic-Con ever. I got to see the entire original cast of Napoleon Dynamite on stage where we got to see... They got John here? How did they pull it off? Yeah. He was available. How did they pull it off? And also... Hey, he was a too. Show respect. Also, Tina Majorino and Glasses Guy. Okay. From nothing? Outsource is canceled. Batman. It was? Outsource was canceled and everyone rejoiced. But DJ Bader is still the voice of Batman on Brave and the Bold. Did you see that was uncorrect? There was an anti-protest letter when Outsource was canceled? Yeah, yeah. Just like praising the cancellation. Thank you, NBC, for doing something right. Right, right, You nailed it. Somehow this show is more racist than now. How is that still It's got a horrible... Did you hear about the guy that's blaming the marriage ref for his divorce? Oh, my gosh. And he's suing Seinfeld? Really, that was inevitable, though, with the premise of that show. I would have thought that's what the point of that show was. You're going to break up as many marriages as possible. seeing, like, on paper, that show looked like it should... Because yeah. it had, like, Larry David and sure. Tina Fey and, like, Seinfeld. Did you see when Larry David was on? Yeah, and it was He spent the entire time making fun of the show. Yeah, that was the only well, good exactly. moment. Was the best. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. so, so the fun uh, Dynamite was fantastic. We saw, okay. uh, we saw footage of the show. It was hilarious. Everyone in the room... Cass was there. I had to wait over an hour to get in there. Josh was like, no, no one else is going to care. You can just walk right in. Or uh, Jared and Jakusha. Well, no. You had to wait <laughs> over an hour because you got there an hour early. They're not going <laughs> to no, let you no, in beforehand. No, you had to wait at the front of the they line for an hour. hundreds of people away that wanted to see it. Hundreds? hundreds Literally no, tens of people weren't able not to see it. Alright, but compare that to how many people wind up for Big Bang Theory. And you can see the lines are on accurate yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, okay, so it shows quality. Best panel I've seen so far, Archer, I think. Oh, yeah. I wish I Archer could was a great panel. Yeah, I wish yeah. I could have seen that. I really that. like the Penn and Teller. I don't John know Penn, Penn and Teller, Penn Teller awesome. wasn't so much yeah. of a panel as much of just like an interview it's and just then show. Yeah. Well, but, okay, Which is so that great. Was a great experience then. I enjoyed that. My right. favorite right. panel, I went to Dexter. 
and Shameless. Okay, Shameless, because William H. Macy is incredible. He was exactly what I wanted to be. And then... Um, you just need it. I really liked the Dexter, because Michael C. Hall is cool. And I already told these guys the story, but um, I'll tell the listeners. So, like, about three questions in, Rob Garman's like, oh, we see we have a special question asker person like sir tell us your name and then your question and then the camera panned and it was most deaf who is guest starring on the seat this season if i understand correctly most deaf is the most deaf correct yeah, that's, uh, that's okay. garman's move because he was moderating the sony panel and he pulled that same trip with andrew garfield nice huh. really yeah <laughs> he's a clever guy <laughs> did anyone not know andrew garfield was going to be there he was wearing he like, a, like, a, like a child he wasn't on the list oh okay so that's like, I, let's go back to what's important uh Napoleon Dynamite. I mean, Can I tell you what I think? None of... Uh, so, is this basically the tacit... Uh, basically... Are we a pool here? Like, how long before <laughs> that gets canceled? No, it no. looks hilarious. I'm not even kidding. I, that doesn't this, matter. Is this the yeah. realization that John Heater can't do anything else? That may or may like, not I think His that's what it is. Did you ever see Just Like Heaven? Yeah. <laughs> I would, uh, he did one movie that uh, I liked. Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory. You've got to see Blades of Glory. That's the only one. That movie he did with Billy Bob Will Ferrell wasn't... If Will Ferrell wasn't in that movie, it wouldn't have mattered. It would still have Will Arnett. Okay, if you take out the, if you take those people out and just well, put John Heater in it, just John Heater, then yeah, that would be a terrible movie. movie. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Is John Heater's no good in a movie by himself? Who is good in a movie by themselves? Like, you want him to do like a My Dinner with Andre kind of thing? Like a Jerry? No, with anybody else. Like he can't be a star. Although you say that, whatever, I would kind of watch that. Oh, I mean, does, isn't it sort of just like, well, none of these people have gotten work since Napoleon Dynamite. Tina Majorino was in Veronica uh, Mars. was in both Crank movies. They've gotten work. Yeah, Uncle Rico was on Lost. Hells yeah, Uncle Rico. I got a picture of Uncle Rico today. Grandma That's right. was on True Blood but and I mean, Big Love. He was been nice. Been since then, too. Yeah, but I mean... Not I that I've watched either I, of them, I, but I like you don't Settle your vendettas when we're not at You're Comic-Con. Totally what else, what right else is Comic-Con <laughs> relevant? Let's get oh, back on I mean, topic. I mean, you're right about the cartoon. Josh is right about <laughs> no, the cartoon. I'm telling you, it got a great response. And in Everyone large part the movie, too. And those were well, yeah. people that came there to laugh exactly. at. <laughs> Can I talk for a second about what I think is the worst panel I've ever been to in the history of yeah. Comic-Con? I just I showed up early to Archer just because uh, just in case. <laughs> sure. And I, so I, I wound up at the panel for a show called Effing with Tonight. Right. Effing with tonight. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's an animated talk show. Sony it? funded it without a without a network yeah. attached. And they, so they're trying to sell it to Showtime, HBO, FX, Adult Swim, anyone that will so touch it. Bad. Someone. And, and let me sum it up for no. Let me no. You describe it, and then I'll sum it up for you in a sentence. Well, let me just give you what, what immediately gave me the idea of how bad the show was going to be, and then I was right. They introduced the first writer, and he said this guy's written some for some very famous comics. Comics, uh, George Lopez. Jeff Dunham, <laughs> Wait, Jay Leno, Carrot Top. Oh, and no, oh, yeah, you said yeah. Jay Leno, then they it introduced was, the head writer, yeah. former writer for Jay Leno. So the premise is it's an animated, <laughs> uh, animated sh- cartoon show 
about a late night talk show named Dave Effin. And it's hence yeah. the title. So Effin it's basically so it's like Larry Sanders meets Space Ghost. It's, yeah, yeah, I like Space Ghost without Space Ghost. That was my sentence. Yeah, I liked it the first time I saw it when it was called Space Ghost. It's also Space Ghost without Space Ghost. Space Ghost, but not funny. Right, and not in space. Ever since Macho Man died, because like that clip has been out back up on the internet of like the one with Macho Man with like young Raven Samoan and he's like if you don't shut up I'll drop kick you and like, oh dude he's so and, awesome and you know why Space Ghost wins forever is because he did an entire show where the guest was a Tyra Banks and he never lets her talk <laughs> if you watch that clip it's awesome she I never like finishes the, a word it, yeah Space Ghost the only problem I had with Space Ghost is I feel like towards the end of the run like I liked it better when the guests had no idea, had no idea were... what was going <laughs> right, on. Right. When they were in on the joke, it was still good, but it wasn't as good as when the guests are like, this yeah. is or, what is happening. Or when the guest knows exactly what's going on, like the Conan O'Brien one. If you yeah, watch the Conan right. O'Brien one, Fire Ant, it's one of the funniest things ever. There's, there, I just, yeah, I just, Will, uh, uh, Weird Al did some good stuff, too, and I think he was in on it. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So another stinking panel, Voltron. Oh yeah, that's was. Te- oh, did you say? Yeah, you yeah. sat through the Voltron panel. Yeah. Oh, that was right before. It was Penn an yeah. hour-long commercial. commercial. Yeah. Right. It was like. Pretty horrible. Yeah. It was. It was like the marketing guy, the VP of and sales. They, and they talked too that they marked it as for kids on the schedule. Yeah. And then, like, the, the moderator was like going so far out of her way. Yeah. To make every kind of innuendo and dirty Yeah. Like right. yeah. Like yeah. the moderator was like some like faux yeah, hot chick that was yeah. like, oh hey look, In I'm trying costume. to mix sexiness with nerdiness. I it was, was totally fake. As a kid, yeah. I'm like, I'm no, sure. Yeah. yeah, you were. Yeah. The other thing too the is that <laughs> they talk shit on Hasbro and Transformers, and then they pull out like because this is Mattel, and Mattel pulls out the shittiest toys I've ever seen. Well, like and the best your is- your toys, like it looks like it looks straight up like the 1980s Voltron toys. Oh. Which it's kind of sad because in right. the 80s we didn't know <laughs> what we know about toys. Bad said it comes with one touch transformation and then it's so very clearly involved like five touches well okay also like when you go to a panel they're usually like oh we got a clip of the show or of the movie or whatever right but there isn't here, anything tied well, to Voltron so, no, so their clips were here's a clip of the commercial for the toy yeah. like literally their clips were is the there any new Voltron stuff well the guy came out at the end and yeah. said we have signed a deal to do a live action Voltron which They're going to cool, make a live action Voltron movie. They've signed a deal, quote unquote, which means that how is that, five years. Yeah. How are they going to make it so it's Listen, not like Power Rangers? And, and, and <laughs> I now think, it's going to be ripping off Power Rangers or ripped off Voltron. And, 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 it's and, eat and I think that the most efficient way of making any technology is to split it up into five robot cats. Yeah. So I'm down with it, but yeah. I think the execution on every part of it is just, come on. <laughs> okay, you brought up a good question, I think, a while ago. Was that you that you're like, where does Voltron go? Like... The guy like where, where's Voltron go? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're in the cats and they split up. So is he like? Because he like talks. He's he, a character. He is. A, he is split into five cats. Doesn't that hurt? <laughs> Those are his Horcruxes. Aren't yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Is he just like? Is he sentient the whole time? Even when he's that in sucks. Cat parts? That sucks. <laughs> he's like, okay, I guess. We're doing this now. I, I get split guys, into five individual pieces, so I feel sort of crazy, me, and I have to urinate on things. Uh, come on, guys. And make me <laughs> <laughs> so, Voltron. So, okay, I have a question for you, though. Okay. I still think one of the worst panels was when we were waiting for that 
Kevin Smith panels. Uh, um, it was like the army oh, yeah. guys panel. That was just boring, yeah, was, I guess. Yeah. What was it? Well, it was, was like because it was in one of the, it was like in one of the random rooms. Kevin Smith did like a they uh, had like film a film threat, threat panel, right, right. and it was just in one of the college stabbing. Oh, that's right. And it was in one of the really small. It was in one really small room. So beforehand, we thought it was going to be super crowded. So we got there for the panel before, yeah. and there was nobody there. And it was like army comics, like about and like these were like the one of these comics like was written, real army. Yeah, yeah, and like this guy was like it was written by like a soldier, and he kept telling all the, and it was just really. I, I would really like that if they did it super hyper realistic where it was like this issue is just like P like PT duty like this guy just <laughs> clean stuff that's almost what because there's were. a lot like I hear from a lot of and please for all our military listeners write me in and tell me I'm wrong but there's a lot of times where it's straight up boring right oh, yeah. in fact that's kind of the stuff you want like when you go out on patrol the best patrol you could probably have is the one where boring. nothing happens because yeah but yeah. maybe they were trying to teach us a lesson with that panel. <laughs> I almost felt you thought this was boring. I feel like getting shot. <laughs> Which is what, always an, a really interesting marketing tactic for like army. You know, yeah. like when they want to get people in, so it's like we need to show that it's exciting, but not the way exciting where you come home dead. Right. But then also, we would never want to tell you what you're actually going to be doing yeah. because well, you will want to shoot yourself. Yeah. So there's a lot of repelling that goes on in those commercials. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, the, mar- really? the Marines figured it out. You climb a mountain, fight a rock monster yeah. with a sword. Oh, yeah. You fight a rock monster? Yeah, there's a, there yeah, was a lava Marines monster. where he fights the this monster old, with his Marine sword, and then he puts it and he turns awful. into the Marine. Into the Marine. He's like a knight, and I'm like, if that really happened, I would join the yeah, Marines. Yeah, let's, like, let's, hey, let's do it. Let's do it. But then the joke's on uh, on them when just a bunch of guys like us show up. Right. Hey, <laughs> where's the rock monster, guys? Let's, let's get crazy. Let's add another person into this. Let's All do right. it. We're going to bring back a person that we talked to before. You, you'll hear an interview that we do with this gentleman uh, later on. But uh, Ish, thank you so much for joining the show. Pick that mic up. I picked up the boom. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> hey, what... After you got your uh, book that we listened to a little bit later on when yes. we hear the interview with you, yes. uh, what what have you done? I made my backpack look like Admiral Akbar. Really? Uh, yeah. It was pretty cool. I opened up all the different things, and because I have a thermos and a water bottle, it kind of looked like Admiral Akbar. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So you didn't, was, get, uh, you didn't get something given to you. That... How was George R.R. Martin? He was really cool. Yeah. Um, I shook his hand. I said, what's up? Tell him the, his suspenders were awesome. He had flames on him. Nice. Really cool. Sweet look. Yeah. He, we, he's uh, rocking like the super beard. Yeah. No, it's pretty like, epic. It's an epic beard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my friend has a beard, but his is pretty epic. It's a Westeros beard, yeah, yeah, right? We've cool. seen some good beards here at the con. There has been oh, some yeah. good beards. I've also seen some super doucher mustaches. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a few of those. Yeah. <laughs> those have been in. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, nice. I see the Akbar. Yeah, I do see the Akbar. All right. Nice. Uh, cool, cool. What have you? Uh, what's your thoughts so far? So on the far, con? pretty awesome. It's been mellow this year for some reason. Were you here, you here yesterday? I was here yesterday. Yesterday was real mellow on the floor. It was incredibly mellow. It was nice. Uh, it was like the, the the panel like separation was a little bit different this year. Um, but I mean, for me, it was pretty mellow. I don't know about everybody else. I feel like there's more room in the aisles this year. I feel like I got my own well, kid. I feel like at least a third of the convention at any given time is in a line. So maybe that's why. 
Right. Yeah, yeah, that's probably avoided yeah. most lines. Our, our, I've been blessed. We did get cornered <laughs> one my, time, though. My so problem, like, yeah, is there's no way to know when they change it into a one-way. Yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden now you're going the wrong we way in a one-way. We got a death trap almost. Yeah. yeah. Where Two they blocked off. an aisle off. And then when we turned around and tried to go down another aisle, they blocked that aisle off. And it was almost a panic situation. Right. Right. I'm not even like, claustrophobic. And I was like, we're going to get out of here. They're trying to trap you. So, but we did see, we did see another cool thing, which is we were walking down one of the aisles, and all of a sudden, a procession, like full-on procession, oh, starts yeah, coming towards us. Yeah, Benson, you're going to be super interested. Okay. There are men with glasses walking, telling people, make way, move out of the way, get out of the way. And behind those men is a tall, gleaming beauty with orange hair playing back. Conan O'Brien, yes. strolling through the floor, completely undeterred. My, not my, my good friend, Conan O'Brien. Your good friend, yes. Conan O'Brien. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, guest star on your uh, on your yeah. beard show. Yeah, it was my beard show. Uh, <laughs> that episode, for sure. Um, Benson's beard show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. There's, there's a spin-off he, right there. He strolls Benson's right Dubai. through Comic-Con, shaking hands with people, smiling, like... Not trying to hide at all the fact that, and and then there was a huge group of people just like kind of running right I mean, behind when him. You're, when you're eight feet tall with bright orange hair, right, there's right. not really much of a point in trying right, to hide. Right, right, right. Unless you're in a Wookiee costume. That's true. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is that he was headed right towards the deadlock that we got stuck into. So I just thought that, that like that part of the convention probably exploded. Uh, <laughs> Because he, here's, here's an unstoppable force, and then you're going right up against the immovable object of Comic-Con people saying, don't go that way. Yeah. It's already crazy over there by the Capcom booth yes. and like the video game section. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have that freaking, the Warner Brothers booth. They need to space out those giant booths a little bit more, because I feel like they their mass of people bleeds into the other mass of people, and so then it just creates this crazy zone. But they all, all those moose want to be together, but that's what creates part of the problem of the traffic on the floor right. in the first place. Yeah. Right. So maybe if they, I don't know. They should put, like, the Warner Brothers on, like, its own area. They have a section I, of Artist Alley in between each one. I just, I, I, <laughs> I feel like for everybody that sits back and says, I don't understand why they just don't do it this way. There is, like, a team of strategic, yeah, they, like, well, like people that understand exactly human yeah. management like, saying, yeah. yeah, this is why that doesn't work. Well, yeah, I know. I'm you try handling 40,000 people in Disneyland an area. When I Disneyland at the main entrance, people would always be like, why don't you open this gate? I'm like, and they're like, they need to do this. I'm like, I can tell you exactly why we well, don't yeah, do yeah. that, idiot. But I do like, feel like if there's anybody to talk to about large crowds, it would be Disneyland. Yeah, like, true. Like, maybe like, some Disneyland. Disneyland. We know what we're doing. Right. right. Speaking of Disneyland, Brendan and I had another cool con Oh, yeah, thing. we did. You want, you want to introduce that part? Well, okay, so we're walking to... This room. This room. Phil and I, because you guys are getting your Doctor Who stuff or whatever. Right. <laughs> I went to and, that booth. Uh, Pretty sweet. The TARDIS <laughs> was awesome. Yeah. The TARDIS. Hold on. Wait, I need, it was amazing. I need, to, I need to adjust the thing here. I need to adjust the thing here. How much was that thing? Are you guys Ten talking bucks. about that? Oh, um, the nice. Bill and Ted's little adventure uh, sound phone bill. stupid joke that he does every time he sees it. Wait, what? The phone booth from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure where they can travel through time. I saw that on the floor. First of all, it's a police box, Bill. Okay, there's a difference. I said that every time I walk by and I get a great reaction every time. 
<laughs> That's right, Josh. And then Phil claims it's okay that he makes that joke because he knows. Sucks. Yeah, uh, if you know a joke works, why not say it again? That's my philosophy. Just keep doing it. Keep running into the ground. All right, so okay, anyway. Ish is going to be interested in this story. Yeah, this is a cool story. So we're, Benson, maybe. We're I don't walking know. in here. We're about to walk in here, and we see we both see this dude when we walk by, and I knew we both knew right away it was it was Tony Baxter, legendary Disney Imagineer, head of. Disneyland Imagineering. He's at the con. He's and here. He's, he's here. The head of their made-up like profession that yeah, that, yeah, they, yeah. that they that <laughs> they basically awesome. he's been working at the park like forever. Right. And so he were like, oh, that was him. And then he walks in here, and then Phil being super cool, like well, he's kind of wandering. He grabbed the table. It's busy in here. And Phil like waited a little bit. He was looking for a place to sit, and Phil's like, "Oh, you want to sit? Have a seat? Come sit down." <laughs> waved him over here, and then we, being the cool people that we are, we never geeked out like full on. We just had a conversation with him for like half an hour. That happened to be about Disneyland. That's amazing. Yeah, we kind of steered it towards that. We went through Star Tours into the Disneyland. Like if only we could have talked to that guy. So many stories. To find out that the reason why he was here. Is he wanted to see the series finale of Smallville? Yeah, Smallville nerd. He's a Smallville wow. nerd because <laughs> that, that's a amazing. major reveal on Village Cast. Right? So, so that proves that even Disney Imagineers, head of Imagineers, have terrible taste. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> but it was funny because, like, you could say, like, he. I, I, think I think he, he knew we knew. He knew we knew because <laughs> I don't think in normal conversation, he was referring to really famous people by their first names <laughs> on a very familiar basis. Like he's like Guillermo and, and John, John Favreau, because <laughs> yeah. I think he caught himself a couple times. Wow. Right? And then and he said, like, we've got it figured out over at Disneyland. Yes. Like, so he, like, yeah, he, if normal people would have been like, what are you talking about? We, are are like, we it would have been great if Gates was here too and he didn't know, because then he would have started going into his, 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 that would have been really funny. That would have been great. Let me tell you something, Tony Baxter. What's wrong with I just, I would have asked Tony, I would have been like, so, like, when was the last time? You talk to Walt's head. <laughs> wow. And then the Imagineer force would have come in. Yeah, yeah. Then I just disappear. Yeah. But he'd be like, we need a new body anyway. Yeah. Okay. I would have all forgotten. I wanted to hear about the Magic Kingdom. I want to hear about the Magic Kingdom because Tony Baxter has person. I knew. I've heard. I've read things where Tony Baxter has personally taken Favreau on tours of the park at night. Getting him so like that he can make it for the Magic Kingdom. Are they going to shoot it there too? I don't know. Because that I seems would guess crazy. Some they'll shoot there, but then they'll make stages, stages. for like the stuff. Sets and whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're going to auger this baby in because um, we could literally sit here forever. Yeah. Uh, yes. But uh, so for all you listeners that are checking this out, um, we're going to now place in some of the interview footage that we've done and footage. Recordings. Audio. We've we've interviewed some great people. Ish is on there, which is which is fun. Yeah. So we'll talk to him about some of the stuff he did earlier in the day. Now, so we're it's like we're going into the past. We're going backwards. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, like like you could do in the in the phone booth from Bill and Ted. Uh, the blue one. In time. I'm gonna. It, I'm, yeah. We it's need a, to kill you. You need it twice in an episode. Yeah. It wasn't enough to just say it once. Also, that also the phone box in my twice? stupid orchard. The look on Josh's <laughs> right? face when I talk about it. It's as right. good as the look on Gabe's so face. So we're gonna be, we're gonna be putting in some of those some of those interview footage, and you guys are gonna listen to that after some this. Some of those footage. Some of those footages. <laughs> yeah. 
We got those recordings. Those we went around. Footage. We talked to some people. We oh, talked yeah. to some I, good I stuff. I yelled at a couple people, too. Okay. So, so you guys can hear that. <laughs> that I missed that. And, uh, and, Gates uh, is very good at intimidating people on the con I don't know. I totally don't try to, but I'm so off-putting. It's the goatee. <laughs> is it? Yeah, we don't let Gates don't ask for, for interviews no, like, anymore. I got rejected hardcore. <laughs> like, I went to go <laughs> ask people, hey, can I get a backwards hat goatee combination? But I've got nothing but goodness in my heart. It's not my fault. I look like a monster of some sort. It looks like John Cusack after filming the Raven, just like off the set, like out looking for trouble that night. That's the backwards hat. Was that handled today? Yeah. They broke not Cusack? Yeah. Oh, dude. So, yeah, I got rejected a couple of times asking for interviews. Just people like, no, what do you want from me? But then there were some other pretty good interviews. So we're going to put that stuff in. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. And then we'll have probably more stuff to talk about on our regular episodes because this stuff's going to stick with us. Yeah, we'll follow up on this. Definitely. Yeah, so thanks for listening. This has been our special Comic Con 2011 issue episode. Issue? Issue of the Pillage Cast. Sure. Here's the issue. It's our episode of the Pillage Cast. Thank you guys for being here. We want to thank Brendo Mann. Yeah, it was being great. Show again. Great seeing yeah, all the, uh, sure. the five Mr. families Benson. come together like this. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> so, uh, Ish, thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, we want to thank all the people also that were uh, that we interviewed that, that you'll be hearing. That link guy was cool. Yeah, the link guy was cool. So, all right. Let's thank wrap you. this sucker. All righty. All right, this is my first time at Comic-Con, and uh, I'm also with a gentleman here who uh, it's his first time as well. So why don't we get a quick little intro, and then we'll run down our uh, first impression. Uh, my name is Adam Hunter. I am a writer for Smart Bomb Interactive in Salt Lake City, Utah. Awesome, thank you. So uh, upon walking in, what was your first impression? Uh, not as stinky as everyone has professed, but it is also Thursday, so maybe on Saturday I'll have to amend that statement. I'm really worried about that. You know, they're pumping the AC, but I swear, if these nerds start kicking, I'm, I, I will be kicking them. I'm sorry. All right. Okay. So uh, have, we have seen one furry so far. One. We have seen one furry, uh, but it is a furry mascot, not a fan furry. Uh, I have been told that furries roll in groups or packs, so I think it's going to be a kind of an all-or-nothing situation in that we won't find any. We'll go down a back alley, and then there will just be a mob, a, sw- a venerable swarm of furries around. I was really expecting a lot more booth babes. Not that, not that many. It's, it's, they're keeping it respectable this year. Yeah, I, uh, I actually heard that they were trying to have an initiative uh, down with booth babes initiative. But it kind of sucks because then the alternative is like booth dudes. And uh, nobody. What if they're really witty, though, and they can regale you with tales that make you laugh? Yep, but they don't have boobs. Right, right. No, good call. Good call. Awesome. We are here outside Comic-Con with a first-time Comic-Con attendee, but many-time PillageCast listener, Allie Joy. Allie Joy. Allie Joy 14. 14. I knew there was a number That's in there. That's me. At Twitter. Oh, yeah. At Allie Joy 14. At Allie Joy 14. There you go. And uh, impressions so far. You're just outside. What do you think so far? Just outside. It's very crowded. Um, had to dry, like take the trolley over, and that was pretty... Um, Took a long time. You said four hours, four hours. Four commute. hours. Wonder Woman stepped on my toe. Okay. And yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, not so bad. A little scary zombie followed yeah. me here. What? What? Any? What's the craziest costume you've seen so far? Um, I saw a man in a very, very humongous pink furry thing. Uh huh. Fur- she's already seen a furry. <laughs> Was he an official furry? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? He had a head, like a human head. So. 
Human no? head but furry body. I don't yeah. know. I'm not an expert I in such know. things. Well, that's Josh. He's a furry expert, right? Very true. Right. Yeah, right. definitely. Okay, so what cool. we're doing here is we're taking a little interview of impressions beforehand, like what's the vibe outside. And then we're going to go walk through and then do a, a post-game recap. Yeah. Okay, good. Sounds good. Um, first impressions is it's a lot of advertising out here, and it's just a little crowded. Pretty calm. All right. Pretty calm. Sounds good. Well, we'll take that, and let's go inside then. All right. Excellent. Let's do it. Alrighty. All right, Pillage fans, we have a special uh, little interview that we're, we're going to do here. We saw this guy. We're sitting in the, the, the lounge where we get some free soda. Comic-Con's going on, and I see this Link come in, who, to be honest, probably is the best-looking Link I've seen. I've seen a lot of Links. <laughs> seen a lot of Links, but maybe the best. And I'm going to say it. The reason really why is the equipment. It's because everybody else, they can do the costume and everything. So we have a link here. Uh, go ahead and tell us your name, sir. Oh, well, my name is Link, also known as Christian Cappuccino. Okay. Wait, he's really, yeah, this is really good. Uh, all right, so tell us what, uh, well, first let's talk about the costume. Did you all make right. this yourself? Um, the tunic I made um, me, uh, with help with my mom, I made myself. And it's made out of carpet. Because we went to the fabric store. Wow. And I was really picky with the material. And then we, I saw this really nice You green. wanted the feltish kind of Yeah, like a felt. Look. And the felt was a little bit weak, so the carpet was really durable. And I thought it would be something that Link would wear to, you know, sure. for it to be durable. Sure. Everything else comes from the thrift store. Really? From, like, Just the pants and the, the shirt to the gloves. All thrift store shopping. So he's got, like, a gauntlet, which is cool. Like, there's these little touches. Now, what about that sword? Where'd you get that sword? Sword I got online. Okay. I believe it was... Um, I got it on Amazon. Is it like a Zelda sword? It's a Zelda sword. Really? Okay, that's another reason why it looks good. Now It's made out of metal. It has the Triforce engraved on it. I'm not able to take it out because it's peace bonded. Correct. There's zippy ties on it. Right. But it is metal, and it um, it's it has a pointy tip. The sides aren't sharpened, Okay. but it has the Triforce engraved on it. That's so it's like a Zelda sword. That's awesome. Now, you have a shield, too. Where'd you get this the shield? shield? Same place. Same thing. Okay. I, I believe it's called Top Swords. That's why it looks so authentic. The shell, the the shield totally looks like you would expect the link shield. It's got the engravings on it. That's really cool. So, let's talk cosplay. Have you ever cosplayed before? Um, I've n never been to a cosplay convention. The only conventions I've ever been to is the Comic Con, and I this was my Halloween costume from last year. Okay, reusing it, which is good. This is the one you want to reuse. I've played every single game and beaten every single game. Every single. My favorite is Majora's Mask. The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. I believe it was a twist on the plot that usually is, and it was really it had this darkness to it, but at the same time it really established itself on the on relationships, like being friends with right. the surroundings, and that's why I really like that game. And and that's a pretty divisive game. Like you have a lot of Zelda fans who wouldn't like. Like I don't. I think there's a lot that would say, yeah, I hate that game because of its. But would that be you? <laughs> no, I I I. I I think that Zelda is cool when they try new things. Yeah, so I agree. I, I'm down with that. Um, so Majora's your favorite. Um, my least favorite. Stop asking questions because we can't hear you. <laughs> well, I was I, I was asked what my least favorite was. Okay, um, there you go. <laughs> I don't I don't have like one that I don't like, but the one I know that was the hardest for me, and the, it's the last one I just beat was the Legend of Zelda. Um, it was um, Zelda Two. Zelda 2. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Wait. The so NES saying, Zelda 2. You're saying that you beat Zelda 2. I beat Zelda 2. What? Oh, no. I, 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 was, I had help with the map, 
but the dungeons I went through by myself. I've been convinced that it's impossible to get to the end dungeon of Zelda 2. Like, the Great Palace? The Great Palace. I've never been able to actually get to the Great Palace. You can watch you can watch a YouTube of that pretty pretty easily. Phil Phil doesn't <laughs> think it's possible. It's Phil. So. <laughs> Adventure Link. I mean, it it was the most challenging for me personally because I grew up on the 3D games. When I was a little, when I was about five or six, I played Ocarina of Time for the first time. Right. And I play Link's um, Adventure of Link when I'm 17 years old, and I find it challenging. Yeah. And it was, and for the NES games, those are really challenging. There is no joke back then. And it's just like I think it's just all the sprite based, and like some of the moves don't calculate. So so. We're a little bit older, and those were kind of the games of our childhood, and we didn't have, like, save systems were... Zelda 2 came out, like, when I had a Nintendo. That was my first, one of my first new games. The like, first one was the original Zelda. Well, we, I had Zelda, but it had already been out, so, like, but I was, like, I was a hardcore Nintendo person when Zelda 2 came out, and my brother and I... We spent. We that was the only time we ever called the Nintendo hotline <laughs> at nine dollars an hour. Probably it wasn't, it wasn't. It didn't cost any money. It was just a long distance call to Washington, <laughs> and what you're at, at the time was expensive. But it's because because those dungeons, like, there's some tricky, tricky stuff in that game. There is. There's like walls that you have to go through that you you, you wouldn't know otherwise yeah. unless you just ran into it. Well, and and game design back then was different because. There weren't as many games coming out, and so a game needed to to last you in terms of a value proposition. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, I mean, there's so many that it's like, you know, 10 hours, oh, that's fine. And then they provide hints inside, like the Ocarina of Time 3D. Yes. Like, they, they provided hints Tutorials and stuff and like I that I mean, now. that's great for, like, newcomers, but, I mean, that's something that I'm like, you just basically gave it away. That's the... the the thing with me for Adventure Link, once I beat it, I was so satisfied. Yeah. I was like, this well, you, is the happiest day of my life. You did it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was no, so that, accomplished. That's good that it's good that, uh, <laughs> it's good that, you, um, that you've experienced those, especially, you know, a lot of people who miss, miss the games uh, when, if they come out, like, you know, when they were too young or whatever. They just kind of, well, I know about that, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm never going to play it. And so <laughs> it's good that you, you've experienced the entire litany of Zelda. So let's talk about Comic-Con. What? Have you seen today that you really liked? Um, today, well, today was actually um, really interesting because I dressed up as Link just for today. Okay. And I had a, I took a lot of pictures with people, and right. I, I went with some friends, and they actually got really frustrated because I had to stop and take pictures. And once one person took a picture, a bunch of people just yeah, came yeah. And started taking pictures, which mm. is great. I mean, I love. That's why you're wearing the. Day. That's why you're wearing the costume. Yeah, it's really fun. And but yesterday. Um, I dressed up as a, ca- a cartoon character. I dressed up as Finn from Adventure Time. Okay. And um, someone approached me um, for a casting call, which it was actually really, really exciting for me. What, wait, what does that mean? They, like, like, I, I think, th- think they're going to record me for about five to ten minutes, uh-huh. give me some lines, and just to see how I am on screen or how my voice is, Great. my personality. I, I don't know. It, they haven't really said much is about it. Is that something it. you'd want to do? Yeah, that's something. Okay. Like, it's my favorite TV show. So there it's, you go. It's, it would be really exciting if I had the opportunity to do cool. you know. Cool be a voice actor for a little bit so let me ask you this have you tried to get into anything today that you failed to get into huh like did you wait in any lines that you end up either having to leave or the the, panel pass aliens versus cowboys those gold rush things where they're passing out the bricks i've been trying to get those stupid things (laughs) they're they're crazy (laughs) you think you're gonna be the first person there and you get there and there's 500 people there already like you're right there like oh we're right down the block yeah i was there i was right by that 7-eleven yesterday i got the text i ran over there was already 200 people and i was like it's crazy it's so crazy hmm 
Yeah, I've had a lot of disappointment in my Comic Con today, <laughs> specifically. And I think I've had about like you know because I had the sword, uh, peace bonded, and I've had about like every time I go in, there's always the security guard like, hey, like you need to get that checked, and I show him the little silver sticker. You could see it on there, yeah. But it's it's fine. I mean, I, I'm having a blast today. Sure. Today was a really good, day, sure. a great day. Are you coming back tomorrow? Yes, I'm coming back every day. Are and you dressing up or are you going to go normal? I'm going to go back as Finn for the casting call tomorrow because okay. I have that for tomorrow. And on Sunday, I'm going to debate. I might dress up like this again, but my feet are killing me because these boots hurt. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, and uh, there are they, he does have boots with clasps and everything. Yeah, so. But I think he had more comfortable boots. <laughs> <laughs> Special. He, he had iron boots too. I don't know how he could walk in those. Yeah. <laughs> you only need that when you're underwater. Yeah, that's you, you would, that would I be inappropriate <laughs> for, for for this. So, um, yeah, very cool. You guys think of any other questions? I think that's pretty good stuff. Did you play the brand, the new? Did you play Skyward Swords? Yeah, I was. That was oh, that was actually my my goal for Comic Con on on Thursday. That I really wanted to play Skyward Sword because I mean I've been waiting for this game since it was announced and I mean for it this is the first public demo of it and it's yeah. really great and I really wanted to try it out and say hey I tried out Skyward Sword when it was a demo right and so I got to do that and I got a free T-shirt a free Zelda yeah. T-shirt too which yeah. is really cool that's a cool shirt and yeah. it wasn't my size the thing with Comic Con and T-shirts is that they're all larges yeah. or extra larges yeah you never see smalls and I I'm pretty small. So I, small is my size, You're and happy. those are rare here. It, yeah, it seemed like the Nintendo was doing the right thing with, with shirts. Yeah. They had, so, yeah. <laughs> they're, very, they're very aware of their fan base. <laughs> Unlike other people, Penn and Teller. <laughs> what, what size were those shirts? They were all large. Yeah, they, they didn't have any yeah. choices, and yeah. As a fat, Penn should be aware of his fellow fat. <laughs> you hear that, Penn? I think large is the generic, like, hmm, if we can average out every size, it's probably a large. Everyone's a large. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, but I think that would be different. I don't know. So, <laughs> well, Christian, thank you so much no problem. for thank being you for on. Having the, me. Yeah, this not really a problem. Fun. We this the, we saw you in there and we said we gotta talk to that guy. <laughs> can we get an intro? Yeah. Hey, I'm Dan Schlissel from Stand Up Records. Awesome. Records, I heard. Yeah. What kind, of, what kind of music do you do? Uh, Stand up comedy. Oh, oh, awesome. No way. Okay, cool. Are Very you a cool. comedian yourself? No. Okay. Just look funny. I just look funny. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> and uh, what, what's the best thing about the convention so far for you? Running into, like, unexpected artists that I've idolized my whole life. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. like, I ran into Sergio Argonas just, like, sitting at a table. Very cool. That's surprising as hell to me, but probably not to anyone that's a regular. Uh, this is your first year? Yeah. Oh, awesome. My first year, too. It's kind of overwhelming. There's a lot of people smashed in here. I am parked right here by a bathroom because I can't, I have to, like, absorb a little bit. It's totally <laughs> overwhelming. Like, it, it's like a, it's a mecca of marketing, but also people watching. Yeah, absolutely. No matter where you go, there's either something awesome or tragic. <laughs> Sometimes they coincide. Right. Awesomely tragic, yes. Are you sure you're not a comedian? I, well, I can say funny things, but I couldn't do it on a stage. Okay. Yeah. Are any of your comedians here? Uh, none that I'm aware of. Oh, okay. I haven't run into any of them yet. Well, that's cool. I'm very excited to check out this, this thing. That's, yeah, that's yeah I'll, I'll, make, I'll hook you up with all the contact stuff. Okay, very good, very yeah. good. Cool. Yeah, no, uh, the other day I was just saying, uh, I was thinking about getting up into uh, stand-up, and like you're saying, it's hard to get up on stage, so that's kind of why we do a podcast, because my analogy is it's sit down instead of stand-up. Absolutely. It's, it's easier to, like, if you're only entertaining yourselves, it's easier to get that across than it is to sit in front of 300 people consistently night after night. Right. Yeah. yeah. Who is your favorite comedian out there right now? The best comic working right now, but without a doubt, Louis C.K. 
All right. Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure. Anyone on the some of the, you know doing the local uh, routine that, any, that you might want to? Well, I'm not from Southern California. I live in Minnesota, so it's hard for me to say what's what's going any on. Any good Minnesota? We got tons of fans in Minnesota. Have you heard of Ian Maybe. Bag? <laughs> I love that guy. Actually, I'm working on a CD with him right now. No wow. way! Very cool. Yeah, yeah. We don't have a title yet. We don't have a release date, but uh, he did a, a series of shows in Minneapolis right before Christmas, and one of the shows was a like somebody from a bank, U.S. bank took offense to one of his things so 150 people at a corporate party got up and walked out and the next night his show was on fire so we're going to be doing that show and then probably hiding some bonus material of the walkout the night before that would be so awesome. awesome like nobody can work a crowd like him i've 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 literally gone to his show probably five or six times just trying to observe his formula and how he can play off of people it's really astounding yeah there are two people that do it like him and jimmy pardo who is uh, conan o'brien's warm-up act right brilliant comics that are really great at manipulating crowds I, I saw Paula Poundstone do it once, and she kept us there for like two hours. She just kept going and kept going. It was like a hostage situation. <laughs> it can be at times. It's funny how that works. All right, last question for you. I notice you are of beard, as well, we right all are now, on the I'm podcast. A ridiculous beard. Yes. <laughs> it is very nice. It's got. How would you describe it for our des- audio listeners? I would describe it as like a Millard Fillmore-ish, <laughs> Chester A. Arthur. <laughs> very nice. Yeah. Very nice. All right. Classic. We're, we're, we're very, fans very of beard. Very classy <laughs> and classic. Yes. Thank you. Well, hey, thank you very much for your time. We yeah, really no appreciate problem. it. Thank you. All right. Could I have an intro? Uh, hi, my name is Ralph. Excellent, Ralph. Uh, is this your first Comic Con? Actually, no. I've been coming to Comic-Con for... This will be my 10th year. Wow, you're an OG. Longer than me, even. Cool. How how does this one stack up? Uh, This one's been uh, pretty light, I would say, compared to the rest of the years. It doesn't seem too bad. Um, I've been volunteering for about seven years. Oh, cool. Seems like less booth babes this year. Would you agree? Yeah, I would definitely say so. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, Depends. Okay. And are you dressed as something in particular today? Actually, not really. This is just my... Um, just rocking the normal, kilt? Yeah, rocking the kilt. Awesome. And I do uh, uh, Renaissance fairs and SCA, so... Oh, very cool. This is uh, my typical garb. Very cool. Awesome, awesome. And uh, do you uh, do you have, like, a, a website or something that we might visit uh, about that? We have um, a site for our particular guild. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, it's... If you Google uh, Raven Strike, Raven you typically Strike. find us. Yes. Yeah, excellent, cool, awesome. I, I I do have to say that the kilt is way better than tights, dude. What's up with all the tights? I don't know. I'm not a tight man myself. I mean, not saying I got no, I, I don't have anything to show, but hey, <laughs> easy access. <laughs> Good call. And oh. final question: Would you are you going to buy the Star Wars Blu-ray of all the episodes, or is that something you're totally opposed to? Well, I'm a big Star Wars fan. If it's only on Blu-ray, I won't buy it because I don't have a Blu-ray player. Right, okay. But if they release it on DVD, I'm sure going to pick up a copy. Even the prequels. You enjoy the prequels as well? Hey, you know, as a fan, <laughs> I got to love them. Okay, all right. Excellent. So, so you're dressed from the past, but you're into stuff from the future. Star Wars hey, is from a long time ago. a long time ago. Oh, you're right. right. How dare I? Uh-huh. I just lose my nerd credentials. They should rip this badge off me right now. <laughs> well, you know. Will, will you cool. forgive me? I forgive you. Okay. Awesome. Hey, awesome. thank you very much. Thank we you so much. I am Douglas Tonghorse from uh, Encinitas, California. Very nice. Uh, w- what do you have here? Could you describe this? Uh, this is the companion cube from the game Portal. Awesome rendition. Yeah. Uh, is, this, is this your first uh, Comic-Con? Oh, no. I've been going since, like, over 10 years ago. And how would it compare to others? Um... This one's not quite as exciting as previous ones, but it's still fun to go and just check out people's costumes and most stuff. Most exciting thing here, what are you most excited for? Um, 
The Masquerade. All right. And how, how do you feel about the space program being ending here in, in the United States of America? Uh, yeah, it's horrible. They need to just cut funding somewhere else and put money into the space program. Wait, I, ju I just noticed this companion cube seems to be some some uh, a device of some sort. It's a boombox cube. Yeah, I um. You crafted I this put yourself. An amplifier inside, and I hooked up my iPod so I could play music for people. That's awesome. That is awesome. Very cool. All right, well, thank you very much for giving us a moment of your time. Excellent. Appreciate it. Check out the podcast. Uh, we're with the Pillage Cast, and we're just getting a you know little sound bites from all the people here at Comic Con San Diego 2011. Could we get a quick intro? Yeah, uh, my name's Tess, and I'm from Texas, and this is my first year at Comic Con, but my dad's four, so it's like a veteran thing. Oh, awesome! And are you dressed as something in particular, or just a general? No, I just look this awesome all the that's, time. That's that's awesome. That Very is cool. indeed awesome. The bandana, the pow. <laughs> yeah, I the do sword. wear this in my daily life. That's some, awesome. Some people live every week like it's Shark Week. You live every day like it's Comic Con. There you go. Exactly. That's, that's my Sweet. life. <laughs> And what's the most exciting thing you've seen so far or um, excited to see? Well, my brother is signing a book at Comic-Con, so it's super exciting. He's an artist at oh, Flight cool. with Amulet and Kazoo. But my dad also works with Funko, so it's really fun to be at the Funko booth and get all the prototypes. That's Very also nice. fun. That's awesome. Great. And how do you feel about uh, the national deficit? Uh, um, can I say no comment? You can say no comment. No That's comment. Fine. Pass. Okay, good. And uh, anything else you'd like to add? Um, I hope everyone has a good Comic-Con. I hope you guys enjoy yourselves talking to me. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. Have a good one. Here we are in the, the post-game wrap-up with uh, Ali Joy 14 So uh, we talked to you before you went in, and now that you've gone through the madness. Oh, yeah. What, give me, like, three words that'll describe that. Overwhelming. Um, one. Nakedness. <laughs> and there was very little naked. Where was there nakedness? There were some, there were some boobs, definitely. Some oh, boobs. Yeah. There was, like, one third of boobs at any time. I don't know. Time. I don't Where know. Did you see boobs. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I, anyway. Right, that's two. That's two. And um, hot. Hot. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of kind of grimy in there. Yeah. Kind of grimy. What's grimey. the coolest thing you saw? Uh, the coolest thing I saw. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah. With the TARDIS Who, right? was amazing. That was probably the highlight. The, the TARDIS, Tardis was amazing. Um, it's because it was like life size and blue and awesome. And, and it's then real, it had, and it makes you feel like <laughs> you might be able to fly away. It was fantastic. Did you hear that? Um, the car alarm. It was. It was so cool. <laughs> Did you go yeah, over to the so Nintendo cool. lounge? Yes, went to the what Nintendo were your lounge. On that? And um, I am a Nintendo like. Growing up, Nintendo is it, you know, for me. So it was really cool. Very nostalgic. It was nice. Did you play any games or anything? I played a Zelda game. Yeah. And um, it was good. And then I got a free t-shirt, and that was awesome. Would you recommend this experience to normal folks? Yeah. It is great to people watch. It is. It was, yeah, definitely my first time. And there were a lot of interesting people. Let's just say that. Is there anything people should watch out for? Like, what, what, like what warnings would you give? Well, don't dress skinky, and then you <laughs> will not get the creepsters like looking at you. And um, other than that, no, I don't know. No warning. That's cool. Awesome. Sweet. Stay hydrated. <laughs> yeah, very much so. All right. Well, thank, thank you again for uh, being a thank you for listening. Thank you for your tweets. Thank you for the interview. No problem. We'll be following up with you uh, later, I'm sure, on some other subject. All right. All right, this has been the special Comic-Con edition of the Pillage Cast. Thank you for listening. We had a great time. 
but we're looking forward to getting back on track with the regularly scheduled Pillagecast. We got some new guests, new topics, new things to, to get crazy about. So keep on listening, and uh, we will see you guys again.